Welcome, everyone, to the Bianca Del Rio podcast. This is our premiere episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast, which is shocking to me because I never thought I would be doing a podcast. But this is a new world we're living in. So this is the best way to reach out to people and get thoughts and views and opinions without having to get in drag. Although right now I'm just wearing fishnets because I'm a kinky fuck like that. Without further ado, let's get this started. Our very first guest is a dear friend of mine that I thoroughly enjoy. She's talented, funny, you've seen her everywhere, on television, on social media, the bitch works hard. I recently caught up with her and we cackled quite a bit about all kinds of shit. Here is Michelle Collins. The fabulous Miss Michelle Collins. How are you? Can I just say something to you? When they emailed me saying, do you want to do Bianca's podcast? I said, are you sure you got the, I was like, it's me. Like they know who they're emailing. <laughs> I was so flattered. I adore you. You're the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Uh, I'm so the, thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. You're a big fat liar, but I appreciate that. But thank you. I, I thoroughly Two enjoyed it. Two of those things are in. true. <laughs> Two out of three of those things. <laughs> I, I'm, at, I'm at a big fat liar, not a big fat. Oh, shut up, bitch. I tell you, I love Michelle. And Michelle and I met in 2016 uh, at an Aspen gay ski weekend, which is something we'll talk about a bit later. Yeah, so yeah. what I enjoy about Michelle is that Michelle, doesn't fucking care uh she talks and enjoys everything and anything and if she doesn't like it she'll flat out tell you and i know that you are a huge reality show junkie i should say or 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 i think we've all kind of become that now during the the pandemic during this time so are you like on reality show overload or is this your normally your normal schedule is this what you normally do sit at home and just watch the shows um, he looked right at me when he said it. And he, excuse me, she, excuse me, delete that. I Listen, you know, it's unfair. I have to, because visually I'm looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> well, listen, no, I'm a clown. Listen, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you can say whatever you want. Look, I'm not offended by anything. So look, I, I don't have, my particular pronouns are clown yeah. and cunt. That's what I usually oh, go with. So, Well, yes. when I'm looking at this cunt, I think, you know, <laughs> this cunt is going to get me in trouble. I genuinely came on this podcast knowing I'm going to walk out canceled. I was no, like, you're not. It's Listen. time. Let's get it out of the way. No. Um, go on. No, I mean, in my world, I'm saying that if you're if you're always canceled, then you stay canceled. It's just what it is. You know, we're the voice of reason, I should say. The truth right? is because you are actually funny, in my opinion. Uh, well, it would be... V- Okay. I will say this. I think because you, uh, yeah, you push the boundaries in the perfect way, you're protected in a way. But, but as far as TV goes, I don't leave my house. Um, I do watch a lot of television. I've leaned into British reality and like Australian reality because Americans okay. got too boring for me. They're, we're Agreed. just a very bland, bland people. We don't have a yeah. lot to offer. So, yeah. But I not mean, to I, mention... I have had a, Go on. No, no, I just meant the people in general that are doing the reality shows in America. I think that they think they know the formula or the format better than everyone else. So it kind of makes it lackluster, where in other countries, people are just fucking going in, diving in, going, hey, I'm a shit hot fucking mess. And boo, magic happens on camera. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They're, um, I will say in Australia, the people are super hot and kind of dumb, like the ones <laughs> who make it on. But they're funny and they get it like the American. You know, when you watch The Bachelor, they're so uh-huh. boring. 
There's uh-huh. just nobody. Even the villains are just dumb. You're like, <laughs> I can't even back you as a villain. You're too stupid. I went to college. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas in Australia and, and in England as well, they have just more bite. You know, yeah. you kind of are rooting for them a little bit more. They're just a little bit crazier, a little better looking. Yeah, I love it all. What are you watching? Well, you know, what's funny. I haven't, uh, you know, everybody's gone through this, this moment of watching everything on Netflix and they even went on to, what is the new Shonda Rhimes show on Netflix? That's the, the Brigerton, Bridgerton, Bridgerton, what is it Uh, called? I haven't seen it. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Okay. So it's this period piece. So I had a friend that came out to visit me because now I live in Palm Springs, like most old gays. And a friend of mine came to visit and said to me, um, we need to watch this. And I'm really bad with sitting down and watching television. Like, like normally I'd either be at a bar drinking or cackling with other people that I'm not good with sitting still. So I thought, let me give this a chance. And since I come from a costume world, I'm like, let me watch the clothes. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care. It was like a bad really? soap opera with some mm. costumes that were pretty and appealing. And the guy in front, the guy that, le- that was the lead was beautiful, oh, but I didn't give Renee a shit. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. But, but I didn't care. Did you, you haven't watched it yet? I haven't because I know that I would not like it. Okay, I just know go. myself. I've never gotten into these like kind of stupid scripted shows that everyone raves about. And then I mm-hmm. watch and I feel, I, I feel tricked, genuinely mm-hmm. tricked by my fans. That's a good <laughs> title, uh, name tricked <laughs> by my own fans because people be like, Oh my God, you have to watch it. And it, you know, to each their own, I get it. Yeah. And the guy is out of shit. Yes. And I read that the girl in it had to actually orgasm on camera. No. I haven't seen it, but the, this, yes. It's like, like, officially, like, what do you mean how to officially do it? They had a sex coordinator. No. Who, by the way, where do I apply? Hello? To yeah. Go, I mean, hello. <laughs> hey. Who had to go on set <laughs> and she had to masturbate and orgasm. They said to her, we really want it authentic. Uh, and she, that was her actually orgasming. I don't know. Could- I didn't see it. Was it, was it convincing? I mean, I don't know. No, but there was also, well, yeah, there was this one scene where he's talking. I mean, you know, it's that thing. If you're saying poetic fuckery, you know, that Jane Austen approach where you're like, yeah. oh, dear, and we felt this and we felt that. And then music plays and then a finger gets involved. It's just weird. Oh. You know, I, I'm I, into I, it. <laughs> now you are. Well, you want me to speak slower? <laughs> uh, it's that it's that thing that I just don't get. I don't mm. consider that romantic or exciting. You know, to me, it seems like they're about to drink tea, you know, because it's British. What have but, you liked? What have what you have liked? Well, well, I, 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 of course, liked the the crown because I consider myself a lot like Queen Elizabeth. I'm old. I've been around. I wear the same dress in every color. But <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by that just for production value and all mm-hmm. of the fanfare involved. And I do love a historic moment, you know. But everything else, I, I just, I, I can't get into it because then I feel that I've become committed to it and then I have to watch all of it. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Veneno. Have you seen that, Veneno? I have not, HBO but Max? I heard great things about it. That's about the trans actress uh, uh, drag Christina star. Veneno yes. in Spain. Exactly. Yes. Watch it, but I'm going to okay. tell you and I will, and here's where I get canceled. Second time, I want people to, this is a drinking game. How many times <laughs> okay. am I going to get canceled? Let me hear it. First four episodes, I was like, this is unbelievable like it just was almost like watching a film it was so well made so clever the acting the casting is mind-blowing but because of the pandemic they had to speed up the last four like i read on wikipedia because i was like what so then you're watching you're like wow look at these sets and then the last four are like you know i mean need i tell you like at an arby's drive-thru and they're like (laughs) veneno 
please. Like, whatever you do, don't get the horsey sauce. I'm like, did somebody write this? Like, what? <laughs> no. It's almost so it, like they had to speed it up, you know? Oh, mm. no. And you found that out on Wikipedia mm. that it actually was so, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But I'm the only one who feels that way. I think uh, one other person I know, I know that uh, people love it. People cry at the end. I recommend watching it. I enjoyed it. I I do need to sit down and actually make an attempt to watch it. But I'm also, I don't know if you come from this world, but I I hate everything everybody likes. So back in the day, for instance, Glee was on TV and everybody was about Glee. And I did not, I've never watched one episode of Glee, but I didn't want to watch it because everybody fucking liked it. Isn't that horrible? I get that. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't care. Now, you see, I would watch a documentary about Glee just to find out who died, how they died, what's the mysterious situation. Like, that would be right. fascinating to me. But a bunch of 35-year-olds pretending they're in high school singing songs with auto-tune. Girl, please, I'm a drag queen. I can see that shit every day. That's not exciting to me. But haven't you met Ryan Murphy? Because I will tell you this, there's <laughs> five people in Hollywood. Is that rude of me to think that? There's five people in Hollywood I don't want to get on their bad side, like Tyler yes. Perry, mm-hmm. Lee Daniels, mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, there's a theme cooking here, brewing, um, mm-hmm. that it would be my worst nightmare for them to, like, take their Range Rover and, like, run me over. You know? Okay. So I, I don't want to talk shit about Ryan. Okay, so. funny that you say that, because I had a moment on Twitter. I mean, on Twitter. Was it Twitter? It might have been Twitter. I think it was. Uh, because I'm an Instagram girl myself and every now and then I'll deal with something on Twitter that's kind of fun but Twitter's kind of my second base thing but here it was that it was the beginning of the new year and it was 2020 and the pandemic began to happen and I had posted on Twitter saying oh my god 2020 started out good and then it got really fucked up it's almost like Ryan Murphy wrote it so I tweeted it I know but I can have an opinion and it's also a fucking joke I mean come on he's a successful Man. He's a successful man. And look, he ain't worried about me with his millions of dollars and thousands of projects. But then yeah. every hateful faggot I know on Instagram started Rather. tagging him because I didn't follow him. I mean, I was never a follower of his to begin with, so I wasn't being a total douchebag. But then they tagged him and then he chimes in with, uh, sorry to hear that. Always wishing you the best, Bianca. Love, Ryan. And I was like, Ah, that approach. So he had somebody go, be nice, because it's going to make it worse. But I kind of thought, okay, I thought in my brain, I thought either he's a nice guy and can get a joke, or that's the most diplomatic way to handle me. But I just kind of felt like, come on, every other fag says it online going, oh, American Horror Story turned into this. Oh, so-and-so turned into that. That I thought I could safely say it. I don't know the man. The man is not concerned with my opinion. You heard him. I know I did not hurt him. It was just 18 fags that watched it and went, "Mm, let's get Bianca. Let's get her canceled. (laughs) And listen, he doesn't need me. He doesn't need me. He's got Patty Lapone. No, he doesn't. No, he's got Patty Lapone. He has 50 black Range Rovers. Yes. Patty Lapone. He's got Sharon Stone now. (laughs) He's racking them all up. Hello. Uh And then there's us. That should be a show that we write called. And then there's us. And And it's where we're the only two people. (laughs) Sitting in a room discussing how we hate everything. (laughs) No, it's not get hired on anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating to me that, you know, in those positions. And then I also had those series of comments from people going, how dare you go against someone who's queer? And this is our community. Because, you know, I I don't know, Michelle. I, I don't know if I've told you, but I'm gay. And the problem, yeah, shocking, Uh, haven't told my wife yet, but the thing about being gay is (laughs) that 
if you say anything about other gay people, they either fully agree with you or they say, how dare you do that to our community? It's someone who's shining. So therefore, eat because you're successful, then you can't critique them or you can't have an opinion because they're doing so much for the gay community, which I find bullshit. I think everybody should be held accountable and also everybody should be able to go, mm, I don't like that. That's what Instagram and Twitter is all for, right? But can Our opinions. I also add, it's 100%, and especially for you, and this is really where it ties back to this cancel culture conversation, when you look back at comedians, like, I'll bring up Don Rickles and Joan, right? Oh, and I really I group you in, I mean, obviously heroes for both of us, but who I really consider you, like, on that kind of a level of just being hilarious with people. When I performed with you, I'll say this to the listener, <laughs> when we performed, and it was at, not in Aspen, it was at uh, in San Francisco at Clusterfest. Oh, we yes, did a reading yes, yes, together. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit um, out of my element because it was a comedy fest and I just wasn't as confident, I think, as I am now. I've really done a lot of growing and mm -hmm. say nothing about that. In the meantime, <laughs> we were sitting with each other. I'll kill him. We we're sitting next to each other and you were being so nasty. I mean, but in the funniest way, and I knew that it's part of your character to me, to every other comedian sitting on that stage. Yeah. And I thought, thank God for Bianca because you are one of the few people who can, A, you're smart enough to do it, but clever. And you just know that's in your wheelhouse. So obviously when you're going to say shit about Ryan Murphy, that's what you do. That's like your fucking comedy. So why are people snitch tagging him then? Well, you know what I mean, it's very but, ugly. But, but ugly. you know, no snitch tagging, snitch tagging. I'm not upset about it. I think I just go, I find it fascinating that that's what they do because they just want you to have that conflict. And of course, you know, as I said, first of all, that was lovely. A comment to put me in the same category as Joan and, and Don Rickles, mainly well, because it's really true. You're they were old. I mean, yeah. I appreciate the You're similarities. Welcome. We're old. Um, but what's crazy is that yeah. in the game of it is that I don't take myself seriously. And I know you don't take mm. yourself seriously. It's like we, mm -hmm. we we talk about ourselves, self-deprecation, number one, which I think is important uh, when you're a comedian. The whole other conversation. Uh, yeah. Please. Yeah. And, and just being aware of what you do. Uh, so I'm always fascinated by the people that go, you're supposed to be this pillar of kindness and success, and we're going to put you on this pedestal. And then two minutes later, they find a tweet they don't like, and they want to rip you down. I mean, that's the game. But that's also the current climate, I feel like, for the past couple of years. And I think 99% uh, of it is right. Like, it's uh -huh. rare that I sit and I go, wait a minute. But I do have to comment on the self-deprecation thing, because this is a really especially as a woman who, mm -hmm. you know, I know that we're in body positivity and lifting each other up and all sure. this amazing Instagram stuff. And I love it so much. You have no idea, but mm -hmm. you know, you're actually going to love this. I I'm <laughs> six foot one. Yes. Uh, I am clinically obese. Say nothing. Your <laughs> listeners no. are like, huh? No, no, let me say, let me say it. Let okay. Me say it. Okay. Okay. Say Obviously it. Obviously I know, I know that I don't look like the thousand pound sisters. I get right. it. But I'm just saying that if you, who I'm obsessed with, uh -huh. No, have no, I, 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 no, oh. I have not watched it. But uh, uh, oh. just a, a side note, side note, a little, little asterisk is that I absolutely love uh, my six hundred pound life. So I have not watched it. that. And hoarders gets me through life. But anyway, back to you. See? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Separate conversation. Had to stop watching it because I would literally eat a trough of McDonald's and be like, I am so thin. I would watch six hundred pound life and then be like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have 50, 50 crunch wraps and then be like, I literally am eating like a bird and I was gaining weight watching that show. That's a true story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's literally true. Self-deprecation, though. Then people will go on my Instagram. Like, I'll post a hot picture. And I've lost yes. some weight recently. I've been no. walking a lot. I've been eating Wait. less. Like First and foremost, last night, you looked gorgeous in that dress. Who? Oh, where'd you get that Sunday. dress from? Where'd you get the dress from that oh, you did for Bravo? Have you heard of fashionnova.com? Oh, brilliant! Fashion. 
I, the you know what? Fashion Nova is amazing in the UK. It's a the big best. deal in the UK. Uh, a lot of people shop from that. But no, it was a gorgeous dress. You look gorgeous. I saw the photo and I like, saw that you're doing. Watch what happens live. Yeah. It was like $35. It fit like a glove. I mean, I yep. could, it's like one and done. It's like you wear it once, yep. you take it off, and it looks like a used condom. You know what I mean? Because like, the shape <laughs> is done. Wait a minute. Meantime, you don't use, wait, you don't use a condom again? You don't use the same condom again? Over and over again. Interesting. Well, at 39, I do because fingers crossed (laughs) that baby's on the way. But self deprecation, just quickly, quickly. That I'll say something as a comedian, let's say on my radio show or on my podcast, whatever, where I'll make a little joke. I won't call myself fat, but I'll just, you know, I'm a big girl. Like, I mean, it is something, it is the body I live in. I get attention for being tall and curvy. It's something I live in. Yeah. And I'll make fun of myself for it. And in a very comfortable way for me, you know, and I've Mm -hmm. actually worked on it to do it less so. I get people, and I wonder if I can quickly pull this up. I oh, get God. people commenting. Oh, you're going to Oh, shit. no. No. Um, commenting on my Instagram. These, like, very lovely ladies who really mean well. Put it that okay. way. Okay. So it's no um, one you know. These are just people, supporters and fans of yours that feel the need to chime in with their comment. Okay, got it. Dare I say too much chiming? That's what okay. I'm going to just put that in. A little bit <laughs> well, too much chiming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's difficult. Too much chiming, too much garlic, too much cumin. Yeah, that, those could be problematic in your recipe. But let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear what they have to say. This woman, which I'll find, said something along the lines of, oh, here we go. Oh, this, you're going to shit. This okay. is on the red dress pick where I really looked hot. And yeah, by the way, you look I'm gorgeous. Also being, owning being hot as well. I'm in a good space right now. Anyway, she wrote, uh-huh. I won't say her name. She wrote, how can you say you're clinically obese? You're gorgeous. And I'm like, miss, oh. first of all, I literally am. According to Tom Cruise's BMI, I'm like a 31 BMI. Okay. So like I literally should be getting fucking vaccinated in Germany. No, but all right? wait, but no, no, but this is a good thing. She was giving you a compliment and saying, quit talking about yourself. And, and how did you respond? Did you respond? I obviously deleted it, but let me say something oh. that I screen grabbed. I screenshot, whatever. Yeah. But my point is, is like, I'm a comedian when I say that or when, and I don't, I never say, I literally am clinically obese. I do say that. Um, <laughs> I have plantar fasciitis. Have you ever heard of this? I do know You're what that is. This. Yes. It's foot problems. Yes. Yeah, I'm well aware. Go ahead. Foot, mm-hmm. foot problems. I'll do it quick. I oh, take it. a time. I was like hobbling. <laughs> what? I have nowhere to be. Get out of bed. I'm hobbling. I can mm-hmm. barely walk. Yeah. I Google it. I'm like, oh, let me see what this is about. Cause I got yeah. diagnosed and I go to the Wikipedia page and it says plantar fasciitis is a, you know, what would you call it? A foot issue yes. that is commonly found in athletes. And I thought, oh my God, like, I'm an athlete. <laughs> I'm an athlete. And may I drop dead, Bianca? I scrolled one line down, three words haunt me, and it said, and the obese. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I was like, and the obese. So the point is, I literally have problems and people, and I get it, but I like to be self-deprecating. I'm a comedian. Let me live my truth. Agreed. Agreed. And I, you know, I don't know if if you're on this level, but I consider, I mean, uh, because I'm 45 years old, I grew up without the apps and without social media on that level. So it wasn't influential in my youth. And I'm grateful now as an adult Mm -hmm. that there was no cameras and no videos and none of that fuckery that's going to come back and haunt me because the shit that I've done in my life has been Pretty interesting to say the least, but I don't consider the, yeah. the the apps or the social media to be a vanity situation for me. Does that make sense? Like it's it's like I yeah, go, all right, here I am. I'm I'm plugging that I'm doing the show or I'm discussing this. Occasionally, I'll show a picture of my dogs because they're cute. But I look at it as a business to you know keep moving and to stay relevant and publicize the things that I'm doing. I'm not going there with a breakdown and going. Oh, 
please. I'm having a bad day. Would you please? Or, oh, my cat. Well, I would never have a cat because I'm allergic. But, I mean, can you imagine? Pussy makes me cry. But in the I, end, it's that you go. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like that type of stuff doesn't, doesn't affect me. So I will post what I post and just let it be. But I'm fascinated what happens in the comments and what the people that are fighting amongst the comments. Have you had the people fight amongst themselves within the comments section where they say, no, yeah, mm, yeah, I feel. Have you had that? Not so much because I'm not controversial like that. You know what oh, I mean? But I, you're I just sexy. Hear <laughs> I just really try to look thin. I mean, genuinely, every picture I'm like, do I look thin? What's the funny <laughs> caption? Who gives a fuck? Post that shit. Like, genuinely. I'm, I live on Instagram to make men I slept with jealous. Uh-huh, you know what good. I mean? Like, to make yeah. them. Yeah, okay. So it. two of that's them. Two the of reason. Two guys are upset. Those two guys, <laughs> and I've mute and I've muted them. I have muted them, but I want them to see me. Those wait, two guys. wait. We need to talk about what? muting, but we're gonna take a short break, real quick, because we're gonna have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with Michelle Collins discussing muting anybody who has fucked us over. It's my favorite thing to do. We'll be right back. And we're back. Once again, it's Bianca Del Rio here with the fabulous Miss Michelle Collins. And we're cackling about social media and the issues we deal with is that we want to put out, you know, photos and and pictures to basically discuss our business and to to publicize whatever we've got, whether it's a book, whether it's a show, whether it's a, you know, anything going on. But we do have those moments where we want to get back at those people that have done us wrong. And I think Mm. the biggest problem I've experienced as a drag queen is that when someone disagrees with you or someone does something shady or someone makes a nasty comment the drag queens always block i don't block i do the mute thing which makes me look like i'm better i'm bigger and i'm willing to look past your comments but in the end i just kind of muted you so i don't have to see your fucking face is that what you do as well yes um, okay. I will block if someone, well, here's the thing. I'm a sensitive, you know, are we about to talk about trauma? I look around to an empty <laughs> apartment. Are we talking trauma? <laughs> I, there's nobody here. It's like two plants in me. Um, if someone is bullying me, like if someone wants to get to me or insult okay. me, I do block because I'm like, well, fuck this person. What do you call, what do you call bullying? Cause I'm curious because we all have thick skin, you know, as we make jokes mm, about people and things. You don't have thick skin? I don't, really? I don't. Okay, so I would someone, be lying if I said I did. All right, what would take you to block someone? Genuinely, if anybody comments on yeah. any... Well, I don't want to give your listeners... Meanwhile, I'm like giving no, them but, a blueprint no, but, for how to hurt me. I'm like, here's what you got to do. You got to follow me. Um, yeah, with people who come for me and they just... You know, I have enemies. I know people don't want to believe that, but, you know, yeah. I have people who... For, I'm not going to name from where, whatever, if I'm annoying, yeah. imagine. Yeah. And they want to... Comment something nasty, whether it be about my look. I'm an easy target. I'm a tall woman. I'm a broad-shouldered woman. There's plenty of things you can say. Oh, honey, but but you're also beautiful and talented. But what's fascinating is that you're also removing the good compliments. That woman said, you look gorgeous. And you removed that one. So what the fuck is wrong with you? Because she said, because she said... You are not clinically <laughs> obese. You can't say that. She just yeah, said. I didn't block her though. No, she's just. She should have said you're just clinical and leave it at that. <laughs> you know. You know what? I would have kept it. If she yeah. would have left that, I would have. I would have kept it. But people, you know, just people can be very annoying. You know. So I, I do mute some people, not a ton. Yeah. But if if it's a even if it's like an insult, but not super cutting. But if it's someone, I get a lot of. Um, men from overseas looking for money because oh, I'm such ooh. an I'm such an easy like 
target day fiance target yeah i'm such an easy target you know you know what i find fascinating you know what i find fascinating is that they think you have money that's that's mm, shocking should i Uh, should i let the (laughs) listeners listen to me unscrew the cap from the new wine as you say that literally as you're saying wait wait you're on wait you're so rich you're unscrewing the cap of wine (laughs) i appreciate that no cork no cork no cork just a little screw top. No cork skirmish. That's another podcast I'm pitching, P.S. Um, and it's me and Costco just wasted and then getting a DUI. But the problem is, uh, Bianca, that yes. I really, um, no, listen, you know what? People, honestly, I will say this. People are 99% very lovely. So I, it's I, not a huge issue for me. I do find that to be true. But mm. I, I also, uh, well, I think more so when I traveled. Well, you know, nobody's been traveling in the past year, uh, which is one yeah. of the reasons why I'm doing a podcast. Um, you were ahead of the game. I, um, I realized that while you're doing it, sometimes I just don't like seeing someone's face. You know, I don't like the oh, yeah. faces. And I'm not going to name who I saw recently that set me off. But it was this, this, this fag. And I can say fag because I am a fag. But it's a fag who was gloating about the house they were living in and, and that they moved into this gorgeous place. Now, during a pandemic where everybody's kind of around and people are struggling and the world is a different world than it was a year yeah. ago. Here it is, people, uh, someone showing this house. Look how fabulous my house is. And I'm going to give a house tour. And in the same breath going, by the way, my discount cameos are here and here and here. And I'm going, read the room, motherfucker. Read the fucking room. You can't show me how glamorous my life is. But then also going, I have cameos for half off. Because you know what I need during a pandemic is a fucking cameo from a second rate fag. Not the case. I don't need it. I don't need to see it. And if I have three dollars, which I may have, I don't want to fucking spend it on your damn cameo. Does that not seem like a disconnect? I just want your listeners to know that every time you say the F word, I cringe because I just don't want to have this stink on me. I just can't afford it. You brought it up. I don't have a ton of money. I can't afford to have the stink of the F word on me from this podcast, but I respect you. You know what I mean? So that's first. I'm glad I got that out. Um, What were we talking about? We were talking about shady faggots, shady faggots who were doing it that I just feel like, you know, in this world, uh, you know, it's crazy, especially, you know, you're used to traveling and performing and being out Mm. on the road and doing it as we all do that. I, I had never thought about saying, hey, let me give a tour of my home. And then in the same breath go, I'm doing cameos at 50% off. Work this out. That to me, I just seems like a, a disconnect or just something that you're not reading the room and understanding what's going on. I will say something. I 100% agree with you. And I'll, I'm very um, hesitantly on cameo. This is a plug. No, this is uh, good. I'm tell us. Tell us. Cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm on, and I'll say something that I'm sometimes not in the mood to do, and I feel bad. People are like, "We're huge fans, 50th birthday," and I'm like, "I don't want to put eyeliner on," and then they yeah. just get fired. Like I'm not like a real, <laughs> wait, wait, you know, wait, I'm not a wait, money hungry. What? Wait, does the cameo expire or the people expire? What? What were you Everybody, saying? Like that's it. Um, <laughs> so it depends. I'm very, I'm very like, uh, I really walk the line on cameo with someone who's on it because I know it's like kind of gross like i know yeah. what it is no but truth be told like i've earned a little money from it so i'm like look in the time that we're in like it is what it is now i will say something though there is a culture however mm-hmm. of people just being pigs and mm-hmm. that's just real like Got and it. i'm talking pre-cameo i i'm trying not to give the identity of these people away but okay. i knew people mm-hmm. who had a thick animal you're gonna mm-hmm. shit oh god and they said oh my god and and the animal was like uh uh-huh. it was jessica tandy Oh, the animal world. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. got it. Yeah, got it. And they were like, "Oh my god, we have to drive and get a liver transplant for the dog." And I love Uh pets. Like I am. I I literally am an idiot. I'm Uh an. I'm a moron. Okay. Yep. 
anyway, I thought, all right, I guess I'll donate some money. They started a GoFundMe for the pet. Uh-huh. And I said, I'll give a little money, even though I think that's weird. They're both gainfully employed. I think it's a weird thing. I don't love it. Uh-huh. But I, you know what? I would buy them a drink. This is how. And I, yes, okay. I'm Jewish before you yeah. ask. Yes, I'm I a Jewish it. person. Okay. I got it. But I saw generous. the screw top wine. I'm aware. Yeah, go ahead. I'm literally going to have him killed. I'm going to have him killed. <laughs> I'm looking off camera like you, I have no one here. Yeah, so it's a plan. <laughs> ring light are in a relationship. So wait. Um, Long story short, I gave 20 bucks. I thought 20 bucks, that's like a drink or two. I would have done it. So that's how I looked at it. Fine. Yeah. Dog passed away. Very upset. I mean, pet. Fuck me. I'm horrible at the story. Yeah. Passes away. Awful. I'm very heartbroken for them. Yeah. Literally a week later, may I drop dead. They post pictures in front of their brand new car. They're like, we got this new car. Now you see this. Okay. I'm not going to name names. But I know of a same story of someone who had to have a hip replacement surgery and went and did a fundraiser and did this whole thing. And everybody committed because, you know, she needed new hips uh, and they went ahead and did it. And then she bought a new house and every other post was, I got a new house. I got a new house. So it was uh, a hip replacement surgery and, and got all these people. I think it was right before GoFundMe. It was kind of like, let me go out and do a show. And it was a benefit mm. show. That's what we call it in the drag world. A benefit show for this particular person. So you show up and lip sync a song to help out this individual, which is so moving. Uh, Anyway, they do this. They made the money. Uh, And then this cunt bought a house and gloated about it online going, got a new house. Look at me. I bought a house. And then also just rudely, anybody who was interested in buying a house, talk to me. I know how to buy houses. And I'm thinking my hips are good. I can't lie to the people. Like it's just, it fascinates me. The arrogance and the grossness they have and yeah. I, I like maybe if I met your pet or if I met little Jessica Tandy. I did Tandy, know the pet. You did. Yeah, a little, okay. I did know a little. I did a very sweet animal. I mean, listen, and they're a lovely couple. That's really yeah. true. But uh-huh. there was something. It just made me laugh again. As just a purveyor of etiquette, uh-huh. it just made me laugh that they had this thing. And you know that I'm. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say this in your podcast. I'm easily manipulated. People yeah. don't think that about me. I am. Uh-huh. I. I I get it. I, I got you on. Wait, I got you to do this. Of course I could. I know that. <laughs> and pay to do it. That was the weirdest part when I sent you the Venmo. That was so funny. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyway, worth and actually, every penny, listener. You know yeah. what's awkward is that it didn't clear. Uh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll Let talk. me contact my uh, <laughs> the guy that I met on Instagram. It's so yeah. funny. Morty anyway. Horowitz. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know, that's anti-Semitic. He owes me a money order. That's anti-Semitic. He owes me a money order. Uh, where were we? Just people oh, stealing. We were talking about I'm not people. A grifter. Yeah. Grifters. Yeah. How do you feel about, how do you feel? I know I'm asking a lot of questions, but I'm Ask curious. Me. I want to pick your, pick your brain. How do you feel about certain Instagram gay men specifically there's a whole culture where did you fall on like the gaze over covid thing and oh and, you know, there was a whole thing i'm curious well first of all i was excited by the whole gaze over covid because you know there's mm. this uh, i consider it a mindset amongst the gay and i don't even want to say community because i have a big problem with the word community because the gays love to say in our community we i've never been to a community meeting where i've dealt with a bunch of gays that said hi my name is philip and i'm a faggot and i'm so happy to be a part of this community i've never been a part of community so i'm just saying faggots in general what you present and what you do are two different things um yeah. but with social media you can kind 
kind of manipulate and create this persona and put out there what you do. So here it is, a bunch of gays who can't sit home and follow rules because that's how gay people live. And they go out and they live their lives and they go to this party, they go to a country, uh, Mexico, for instance, with Puerto Vallarta, and it's the middle of a pandemic and we can do whatever we want without thinking about the people in Puerto Vallarta or the people that are working there or what exactly is happening or just following protocol for Christ's fucking sake. Now, people are dying uh, without getting serious. People are dying daily, not the people I want to die, but sadly, people are dying and you're going, you're thinking about a fucking circuit party for Christ's sake? Like, what the fuck? Mm. But it's not even so much about going and doing it is the fact that you feel the need to publicly put it out there and assume no one is going to have something to say. That's the part that gets me. I mean, we live in a world with phones and click and we know everything that you're doing that now you think, let me go fly to Puerto Rico on a busy New Year's Eve weekend for a big circuit party and no one is going to have something to say. What the fuck? How does that work? It's layers of stupidity that I can't actually wrap my mind around. Uh, You know, I I think we agree. I was going to go. My my parents I haven't seen in a year and they're not young. Yeah. Live in Miami. Long story, it's where I'm from. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was telling you before the show that I was going to go down to Miami. They both got vaccinated. To yeah. The joke was to give them COVID. <laughs> They're vaccinated now, so I missed my window. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm obviously joking. Uh, <laughs> are you, are you, are is- you joking? I'm offended. I'm offended as, oh, yes. I get it. Yes, yes, yes. Because if you you're going to give the so, disease to anyone, give it to your family. Yes. And your mother's a fucking, dad, you know. your mother is a hoot. Yes. Okay, but go ahead. Oh, my God. You would shit for my mother. The truth is, I never want my mother to actually meet anybody because people would face palm me into a fucking ditch. So I'd be like, get the fuck out of our faces. Here's the star. You're a fucking piece of garbage. The star is your mom. And so weirdly, I've like, I've got, because she was a stage mom in a way. Like I think oh, she always, you know, really? she missed her window to like act. Oh yeah. My oh, mom, Mama Rose. Yeah. Mama Rose. My mother's stories, you would die from the seventies because she was dropped at gorgeous, like supermodel for real gorgeous. Yeah. But every celebrity lived in New York, was Israeli. So she was like exotic, you know, mm-hmm. had kind of a big nose, beautiful face. So everyone was like obsessed. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, married my dad. God bless. That was it. <laughs> you know what she married <laughs> my dad? I was like, well, that Wait. was fun. And she was what? Are you an only child? LOL. I have an older brother, but like, but I'm he doesn't her. matter. You know what I okay. mean? I got it. I got she it. Lives, yeah. He's a nice guy. He lives in Tallahassee. We're like from different ovens. You know got what it. I mean? Just like no, completely different, different Sorry. recipe, um, different oven. Yeah. I mean the whole thing, like just, uh, you get it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. but why was I talking about my mom? Yeah. We were discussing, um, growing up in to... her shadow yes. in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. was difficult. But anyway, are your parents glamorous at all? Uh, no, um, I don't know who they are. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that be the kisser? So Is that after all of this and after doing Drag Race, I go, I don't know who my parents are. Because, you know, that's also the thing with reality shows now. They love a sympathy story. Um, no, my parents are lovely and wonderful and, and they are, are, are just as fucked up as every other family was uh, with having yeah. a 45-year-old faggot as a child. I'm the fourth out of five. So it's a different wow. dynamic. <clears throat> I know. it's cra- And I'm the oldest boy. Hmm, what a disappointment. Oh. But... Well, in, in the science study, though <laughs> science study, yeah, go on. It, yeah, it's wild. But they, um, they now understand, you know, not necessarily understand. I think they accept, not even accept, because I don't look for that acceptance. I just went and lived my life, and they get it now. Does that make sense? 
but they're not like at every gay pride parade. I just yeah. feel, I feel that, you know, with, with gay people being negligent, not actually addressing the situation. Look, like, I mean, I want to meet people. I want to go hang out with people. I would love to do a show and be with an audience. I would love to even do a meet and greet. And I haven't said yeah. that in years. But wow. in the end, I'm like, you know, I understand the situation. And aside from it, you know, as entertainers, you and I are, and functioning mm-hmm. in this world of a live audience, you go... Hey, maybe I'm not on their top priority list. You know, they're dealing with real life. They're trying to get money from the government. They're trying to fucking pay bills. They're trying to deal with the vaccine. There's a lot in New York right now. Everybody's dealing with snow, which is wild. Yeah, on top of everything. Now, oh, after all of the madness we've had in 2020, you're going to bring in elements, snow, rain. Oh, oh, how fair. You know, I had been hitting, I, I don't know if you can tell, by the way, again, it's total silence on my end, that I had been hitting my 10,000 steps a day, Bianca. How have you and been today, doing this? Yeah. Literally walking. Like, I'm just okay. like, get your fucking shoes on, go outside yeah. and fucking walk, right? Yeah. Today, I haven't walked in days. And I'm like, you know what? I really have been, like, I'm truly like an affair to remember, a blankie over the legs, like, incapacitated. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got to get out there. I put shoes on, go uh, outside. I'm looking uh, adorable. I have makeup on. I'm really looking fucking like snow bunny cute. I get actually wearing boots that I bought when I met you in Aspen. Funny oh, story. Really? That's a whole, okay. We'll yes, talk about that. Yeah, okay. Talk about that. I get to the corner of New York and I'm thinking, oh, it'll be so quiet out and so nice. Cause you know, when New York snows, it has an energy. It's like powdery and soft and quiet. Day one. Day, day one. Two, yeah. Today is day two. I no, get but to I'm the saying corner. day one. It's pretty. Yeah. Two. Here we go. Day two, it is like Shawshank shit pipe. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, even my shitty ass boots, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Wait, Shawshank shit pipe. For those of you who don't know, a brilliant film by the name of Shawshank Redemption, which is one of my favorite fucking films ever, uh, because he does go through, what's his name? The one that was, uh, that's married to, um, uh, oh, was, was uh, not married, partners with oh, Susan partners, Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Uh, uh, what oh, what the Robbins. fuck is, Tim Robbins, who mm-hmm. was actually very cute in that film. Uh, and Morgan Freeman, brilliant, brilliant I mean, film. Tim Robbins is hot. Let's not. No, but say he actually was. No, but hot. I mean back then. Oh yeah, mm. he was. Ooh, we'll talk about people that were hot in their youth. But anyway, um, uh, he was glorious, and he went through the big shit tunnel, which is so fascinating when he dug that little hole behind the yes. poster. Oh, so good. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it is a Shawshank shithole outside that you're dealing with. So it's not that cute anymore. So what? Not what happened? Cute. And I know, I mean, that's actually one of the reasons I wanted to go to Florida to kill my parents and then also yeah. walk, get yeah. my steps in. <laughs> and good. then my mom sends me an article. First of all, everybody's in Miami. If, yeah. if you have ever been on a Bravo reality show, bomb, and you want to kill them, bomb Miami. <laughs> They're all there. They're all there. It's, I mean, yeah. every motherfucker is there. And I'm like, and that's where I'm from. So it, it's not like I'm going there to party. I would literally Look at me. Go, you're going to see them. I know you. You're, you're a freak. But even to, even to fly... Yeah. would be a risk because honestly everyone going there is a walking fucking disease so i agree i'm not going i actually can't go because now the uk variant mm-hmm. is five percent of all florida cases are the uk variant which is like the most you know it's fucked up i mean but the world is fucked and we're fucked but let's just be real i mean honestly if okay. if florida has the uk variant that's probably most the most international anybody from florida is ever going to be because they normally wouldn't travel when you're in Florida, you got Disneyland, you got the wetlands, you got mm-hmm. Pensacola. I yeah. mean, why leave? Oh my why God. Did you just say Pensacola? Don't start <laughs> with me. Don't 
Don't start with me about the panhandle, Wait, babe. Wait, I'm from New Orleans. Do you know how many times I headlined in Pensacola, Florida? <laughs> but wait, uh, we'll get to that in a hot minute. That's We're gonna brag, t- by the way. I can't handle it. What? <laughs> We're going to take a short break uh, and hear from our sponsors so we can pay Michelle Collins. We'll be right back shortly as she sips more of her cheap wine. And now we're back with the fabulous Michelle Collins, who was just letting me know that Florida is territorial. So her family is in Florida. She wanted to go down to Florida, obviously, to visit her family, because during the pandemic, what else do you want to do but go to Florida and give your family a disease? But they've been vaccinated, so that changed her plans. So she's been in New York dealing with slushy snow and doing her fabulous SiriusXM daily show, The Michelle Collins Show. And she also has a podcast that's available where all podcasts are available. Uh, It's called The Mid. Midnight snack. Now you are a hardworking bitch, so you're doing this show every day on SiriusXM. Now, how 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 much time do you have to fill on the show? Because I've been on the show and I was just a guest, so I was kind of in and out. So I'm not sure how long you're there, which basically meant, yeah, you 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 have no idea about me. That was years ago. You must have come on that show two and a half years ago. No, was it? Are you kidding me? Like forever ago when you were on. Yes. It's daily. It's still happening. Uh, yeah. It used to be seven to ten in the morning. It still is actually, but now we. It's on. Starts at seven. We're live at eight because of the pandemic. They were yeah. kind to me. They said you don't have to do the first hour, so we're live from eight to ten, five days a week. Which wow. actually for me, people are like, "How do you?" I mean, you know me. Yeah. Like, How do you do it? How do you talk for two hours every day? I'm like, "Have you ever met me?" Like <laughs> that is. There's nothing easier for me than to sit, especially not on camera, like just on the mic. Yeah. And talk for two hours and talk, do news, do interviews. It is. A very natural thing for me, and that but, is what it is. But also, you're like this keeper. I, I, you know, I find that your your vast knowledge of pop culture and the fact you're you're hungry for it, you know about it, you watch it, you do the homework, which is one of the reasons why you were on uh, Watch What Happens Live last night, is that you are that girl that knows everything that's going on. Like, if I had a question about a housewife or who was the biggest cunt or who, which season do you hate the most or who needs to step it up, you're the one to ask, which brings us into this area where I'm going, you know, I, I guess the housewives to me are too much like drag queens, so I just kind of go... I'm good. Uh, people acting like they're rich with wigs and jewelry and thinking that they're fancy and they don't look they don't look like that in person. So I and not not as funny. Oh, as well. never. I, mean, I love oh. I love the housewives, but they're just the drag queens are actually funny. Like the housewives have never climbed. Well, you know, well, it depends. Let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> have you are seen you se- this season? Wait, no, seen- no, season thirteen. No, uh, no. I mean, I, to be fair, and I say this, I say this as as openly as honest as I could. Is that it's very hard to, and I know there's podcasts devoted specifically to Drag Race. The thing for me was I wasn't a huge fan of the show beforehand, which meant I didn't watch every episode. I wasn't glued to it. I did see marathons of certain seasons, which was four mm-hmm. and five, which I fell in love with Sharon and fell in love with Jinx, and I loved the arc and the story and all that. Uh, and then I did season six, but I did not experience it from the other side. So I don't feel like I, I know everything about it. There's friends of mine who know everything. Bob the Drag Queen knows everything about it. Uh, my friend Bob. Brooklyn Heights knows everything about it. Uh, I wish I did. No, actually, I don't wish on you. I, I'm kind of glad I don't know. that. Uh, it's hard. And also, once you've done the show and you've been behind the curtain, it, it for me, it's kind of weird because I go, 
did that really happen in time? Did that really happen in life? You know, I'm skeptical and weird and thinking about camera angles and moments. But I know that you are the woman of the housewives. And I, you know, I, of course, follow you on Twitter and Instagram. By the way, what is your Instagram? Oh, my God. Thank you. It's I've been waiting yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah, Mish Paul. M I. I'll take an hour if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Mish, <laughs> Mish Call M I C H C O L L. Give me a follow. I'm mildly face tuned, but it's almost all authentic, you know, and that's something to be said. No, and do her a favor and tell her she looks good. No, I say Thank that. You. Um, I follow you, and I know that you are you are in it to win it like you don't yeah. necessarily just give us a recap you give us your opinions and views so i guess now for the people that are huge housewives fans and i've been on watch what happens live and i met mm. andy uh cohen but i was there in a wig and i did two different uh situations i did one during christmas and i did one where i was the bartender i believe i oh, might yeah. have been the bartender or some shit i had to do something that uh-huh. i agreed to um i mean he was he was lovely but i knew john who was the reason oh. why i was involved yeah who we love yeah john is an old friend of mine yeah, yes love john. John's a huge friend of mine. John is lovely and talented and, and amazing and great. Gorgeous. That's how I got. That's yeah, how. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a friend of mine said, the only reason why I'd kick John out of bed is to fuck him on the floor. But anyway, I. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I wish somebody would say that about me. Like literally. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe somebody will say that on your Instagram today. You don't oh know. Oh my god! Will you guys say that on my Instagram, please? Like, please. every I comment. Have so many people I want to make jealous. I'm begging you. <laughs> and then you can mute them. But I've got to ask you. So these are just some. Yes, off the cuff questions, um, uh, you know, because we could talk about your your life and your past work, but it doesn't oh, matter. Cares? Let's talk Please. about shit that matters. Um, yeah, yeah. So in the end, out of all of the franchises of, I was about to say Drag Race, of the Housewives mm-hmm. uh, with with better wigs, um, which is your favorite franchise? Interesting question. This year, pl- this year. Clear some time. You know, uh-huh. I thought you, okay. wait, you thought this would be like a two-minute answer. No, you mm-hmm. give it to nah. me, honey. Fill it. I'll make it quick. You know, uh, Bianca, I have found... <laughs> literally, my <laughs> mic goes dead. I'm like, hello. Uh, my issue with a lot of the seasons, as I literally drank my screw cap Costco wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, Costco. I love Costco. Mine's Costco, my, too. My top place. Mm-hmm. My favorite... Well, please ask me about that after. Okay, but we will. It's that a lot of the people on the show have addiction problems and not judging people who have those problems, but it's like the storyline. I'm there to be entertained Uh when it's constantly people who are just drunk Uh or high or just whatever it is, have issues. It gets, for me, it got boring after like the 50th time. I'm like, okay, send her to rehab. Like she needs help. So this season you would think I'd say New York. I'm not going to say New York. Although Mm. those are my girls. Okay. The best season, if anyone is going to get into housewives, in my opinion, is Uh Potomac. Now I know you're thinking, uh, Where is Potomac? No, no, no. I get I, it. I'm, I, I have a map. I'm aware. But you know what's funny is go that on. the few that I've seen, you know what's funny when you say go on, you know what makes me laugh so much, and I'm going to tell you this, you're going to cackle, is that there was a wig company in New York <laughs> called Lacey Wigs, and there was a guy named Elliot who ran the wig store, and it was wholesale wigs that I would call, and he was a Jewish man, and it was in his family for over 100 years. You can Google this. John, uh, it was called, no, uh, it was called, what was it called? Giant wigs. I was called. 
What the fuck was it? Lacey Wigs. So anyway, yes. Lacey Wigs, huge company run by a Jewish family. And so anytime I would call him to order wigs when I was living in New Orleans, I would say, I need the number 16 in red. He goes, go on. And then I go, I need the cinnamon wig and go on. And I need the black wig and one, go on. And can I get the Audrey, go on. And every time he said, go on, I felt the pressure to keep ordering. <laughs> so I'm like, can I get the braid, go on. And so it's funny that you say, <laughs> you say go on and it makes me cackle because it reminds me of Elliot, which now they've gone out of business. But yeah, Lacey Wiggs. Oh no, it's a genetic Jewish thing. We're just go like, on. go on, go on. And that's why go my on. peoples can't be killed because we will always go on. <laughs> go Wait, on. My spirit of the Jewish people will always go on. That is why take your Holocaust, take your cruise, whatever that shit is called. Okay, go on. Go on. Yeah. Cruise so Bay anyway, when you say go on, yeah. that's what reminds me of. But um, mm. the weird thing about Potomac, uh, I guess because I was living in New York at the time and I loved the New York gals. Um, I even love yeah. the Orange County gals. Those are the ones. Beverly Hills, mm, I was all right. But I think it's a seasonal moment where you kind of go, all right, I really like them. I really don't like them. Uh, uh, I know that Sonia follows me, and I know Countess follows me. And they've been very sweet. And Countess was doing her um, little her show. variety show she was doing. I've been in that show. I you did it! How, I did do it. And how was it? How was the experience? Um, you know what's funny? I'll say yeah. this. Countess is lovely. I've never, I mean, genuinely, she's quite fun. I'm not yeah. just saying it because, because trust me, she's not paying that much. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it for the money. Okay. Okay. I'm saying it out of the goodness of my Jew heart. Yeah. She actually is a nice lady. Um, The audiences, you see, for me, I have not done a big tour like you have where I go, I want to get to that point in my career where I can sell theaters out and go across the country, do my show. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not there yet. And with her, people who are Housewives fans show up and you would know from this probably from your shows, they show up, they want to laugh. They're oh, yeah. usually drunk. Yeah. It's like bachelorette parties. Like everyone's there oh. to just be dumb and fun. It's yep. women and gay guys and that's it. That to me is like crack. Like I'm like, yes. So you put me on stage for 10 minutes in a show like that and I would kill. And I'm not saying that out of any sort of confidence. I genuinely would get up on stage and it was like, this is what I want to do for an hour with these people. Yeah. So I have her to thank for those crowds. You know what I mean? Yes. She really does sell a show out. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of fun genuinely doing those shows. It was great. Yeah, it's weird because um, her people had reached out to me at one point and scheduling, I wasn't around to do it. And they were like, we would love to have you do it. And she'd always been very supportive. And Sonia spent it. Sonia yeah. will occasionally chime in going, looking great. I'm like, random. Oh, uh, we love but a chime in. Yeah, I do. I mean, they didn't. Usually I get kill yourself, Ryan Murphy. Aww. But I didn't. Um, but with her, it was um, it, it was pretty fabulous that she would chime in. But so I just thought those were the staples. Potomac, when it started, mm. I, I was like, mm. You know how it is with everything new. I'm just like, mm, I don't like their faces. Oh, I don't like the way they look. Oh, I don't like their wigs. I don't like the intro. That was my initial thing. So I saw the first hot moment of it. And then on Twitter and Instagram and everything, I saw everybody going, oh, she did this. She did that. She came with receipts. She's not coming back. So what am I missing on Potomac that people should be tuning into? You're, you're the Cheers. one. Here's the, uh, I mean, let's say here's the tea that feels like 1992. Here's no. the tea. Like, what's the new thing? Like, I don't want to uh, say that. Here's the, here's the cappuccino with extra foam. I don't know. You that know sounds what? like what some shit at? from Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> some like, um, it just sounds like a Dan Savage thing. Like, here's the foam. Like, what's that guy? Santorum. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Anyway, uh, here's the Santorum. Yeah. Um, Potomac for me, the women are gorgeous. I think they're the best looking women of any. You cannot really even see better. Okay. So put together. All right. Gorgeous. They have the money. They've got the look. They've got the mm -hmm. clothes. 
they are smart and they're absolutely fucking hilarious. Like even the ones that are not that funny, some of them are like legitimately comedy funny. But can they edit, can the others edit to be funny? Does that make the sense? show, in my opinion, and the, uh-huh. the past season was a, um, a big fight between this woman named Monique and Candace where there was like a physical fight. And so the whole season we was them. That. Oh, we love that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Figuring yeah. the fight out. I can't explain it to you in any other way that if there had been a drag season of Housewives, it would have been Potomac. Like Got they it. just, do you get it? They just get yeah. it. They're funny. They're, you know, you look at the women of New York and I, I live in New York. Yeah. My issue with New York is that they're too drunk and they're not funny enough. Mm. They think it's, I wish that they would bring in, and I wasn't such a huge Bethany fan, but I will say something about Bethany. She was funny. Yeah. She got a joke. She had timing, you know, yeah. you need every season to have someone like that without it. Why am I watching these women who I would avoid at a Starbucks? Like, ain't that I, like, the truth? Yeah. The OC, like, honestly, OC for me this season was painful to watch. And I watched every mm. episode, but there was not one person that I sided with. And Interesting. No, yeah. I, it's fascinating that you say that about Bethany, um, because I always liked her in the beginning. I mean, like I'm saying, I was watching years ago. I haven't watched lately, um, mm. but I always liked her before. And then I saw that she left the show and then she had that talk show moment. Mm. Uh, and then. I was on that show. Oh, you did it? There. No, how was. Oh, never mind. Uh, but we'll talk privately. But the end is that I sit back and think, you know, like, all right, great. If she can suck, but she is doing good things. This is someone who took a platform and then has the. Oh, you, oh, okay. No. Anyway, yeah, all right, okay. She's so. doing good things. She does, I agree with you. She, like, the Puerto Rico thing and everything yeah. else. I think she, she means well. Uh, I feel like I don't know her well enough to give, like, the real scoop, you know, because I feel like those who know her, are laughing at me. <laughs> We're all laughing at you, Carrie. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, what I mean is, Okay. Um, no, I, I think... Go on. Thank you, Elliot. Uh, I'm saying... No, I love it. <laughs> um, what I mean is, in those moments, is that when you're, when you're looking at these people, I just sit back and think, what a great platform and what an opportunity. And, you know, if you're so fabulous and you're so housewivey and you're living your glamorous life, we all live vicariously through it. And I think through a pandemic, we all have been. So yes. I need to catch up on Potomac because in the beginning, I didn't like it. But wasn't there something about the Potomac women? Wasn't there someone who was married their father or their cousin what was that t- t- could you explain that because i that that caught my eye when all the gays on twitter were like blah 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 and i'm like mm. someone said bianca do you know and i'm like i have no idea because i'm from privileged well i'm ones. from the south i mean it's not it's not rare to actually sleep with your cousin or your uncle or get married i mean that's what I did. But anyway, tell me. Um, so at, what was the 39, setup? At 39, if yeah. it hadn't been for the Nazis, I would marry my cousin. They don't <laughs> exist. But um, at this point, bring them out. Like, where, am I, where do I have to go? Hungary? Done. Um, here, here's the deal. Canceled. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> That's my family. Here's the deal. Uh, Salt Lake City. You yeah. have to watch. Salt yeah. Lake City is good. Um, there's a woman Wait, so it's Mary. Salt Lake City. It's not Potomac. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so there's another... See, I'm so confused. So wait, back it up. Mary. Wait, hold on. Go Before on. you even do that, tell me now, there's New York, there's yeah. Orange County, mm-hmm. there is Potomac, there is... Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Dallas. Uh-huh. Dallas, New Jersey. I don't watch Dallas or New Jersey or Atlanta. Okay. Those are the oh, three fuck. I don't watch. Fuck. Okay. And then okay. Salt Lake City. And then Salt Lake City, and they're rebooting Miami, which had been the season many years ago. They're bringing it back. God, I can't keep up. Okay, Salt Lake City is the one that's dealing with the fuckery. Grandfather with, okay, fucker. All right, all right. Yeah. talk to me about Grandfather Fucker. 
There's a woman named Mary to uh-huh. me, and she's very wealthy. She runs okay. a cult-like church. There, uh-huh. I've read like Reddit threads, so you know it's true. I've read QAnon threads, so you know it's true. <laughs> so it's very I'm, Kanye. I'm joking. It's yeah, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. <laughs> um, but about her church, how like they don't bring this up on Bravo, but that apparently she and her husband, who is her step grandfather, um, tell the people who come, wait, I'm getting there, that they're God. They're like, we channel God, give us your money. And then you go to her home and literally it's like walking into the back room at Lomans. Her entire <laughs> room is like every Poochie, Gucci, Fendi, Dolce, like all the Italians, you name it, Prada, Mew Mew, yeah. everybody. Yeah. She looks like E.T. when E.T. dressed up like the little Olsen twin. Oh, I know the look. That scene. I know, you know the, the look. look. I know the look. She's a small, very tiny, very small boned lady who, in my opinion, wears clothing too big, which, you know, I never, I I always feel like the clothing is one size too big, which is like hilarious because I can't even buy clothing that's one size too big. (laughs) Even if I wanted that look, like, good luck. Oh, you can. You can. There's a thing called termite tents. Yeah, it happens. I'll kill him. Omar's (laughs) tents. That's my mother's joke. Don't start. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah. (laughs) Just because I'm in a termite tent doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and take that. Anyway. Uh, I'm like, it's a zero X, you know, that's the size of the target. By the or way. I call it, it's uh, like, when you're a drag queen, it's called jumbo petite, <laughs> which means it's actually a little short, but the cuffs are big for your man hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's always like not a target. Cause it's like one X, two X, three X, but then there's something called a zero X. And I'm like, that fucking sucks. If you're <laughs> like, if you're a zero X, you're like, I'm so fucking close to like not having to be in the corner, you know? And I say this is a, a, per, a woman who shops plus size. Um, so anyway. So she's there with working all... working on my act? I got to no. edit this for my act. No, okay. this is all good. But so she's there with all these fancy bags yeah. and she's married to her grandfather? Her, so her step-grandfather is married to her, you know, actual related grandmother. Her step-grandfather... Married Man. to her actual grandmother. Okay. They ran this church, which was like basically, in my opinion, a money laundering Got business. It. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just money. Yeah. The grandmother died before she died. She said, My lone wish. And at the time, this Mary, I think, was like 19. Oh, God. She said, My lone wish is that you marry Harold. I don't know his name. Okay. Um, How Harold. old was this grandmother to like, is this like some ritualistic moment or, or historical or hereditary family thing? Or was she just fucking 90 years old and delusional? You're asking me if it's Midsommar. And okay. I don't believe it was. I don't believe it was. <laughs> okay. I actually don't know how old he was. I'll say this. Truth be told, and maybe I'm like peeking into my own personal life when I say mm-hmm. this. Yeah. When I see them together, he doesn't seem too old for her. That's just true. Forget I'm saying this. No, like because maybe you- if he's 20 years older or 15, 20, it doesn't seem that like he's not Anna Nicole pushing the wheelchair. Oh, down okay. The got it. Got you it. Got it. I mean? Got it. Yeah. So it's not a kink fetish thing. It's just literal, like, oh, he's a sweet man. And yeah, he already touched me. So why not get married? Yeah. Okay. He already touched me, my new podcast. <laughs> and let me just say, that um you know i'm an idiot uh, i know you know i love you so much that yeah. um you know when it first happened i think everybody was like so geared up about the fact that they were like step and like weirdly and this is how you know that i'm incredibly impressionable like mm-hmm. now i'm like whatever i did on watch what happens they were like is it okay to marry your step-grandfather and between you and me and you know where i'm at my last egg yeah i'm like it's a new podcast it's called the last egg. my last it's- egg and it's, it. <laughs> and it's boiled. And it's boiled. And it's hard boiled. 
And I thought, like, if he was nice and he had money, you know what I mean? Like, you never yeah, know. So I get I'm it. kind of over it. Yeah. No, no, no it, it, no. it is proven. Listen, there's nothing I enjoy more than your honesty and the fact that you're Thank sitting you. back and saying that, you know, your standards have dropped. I mean, you're on this oh show. God. You're on this show. I understand. The standards, the, the bar, we're doing limbo. That's how low the bar is. And I it's am cool. Podcast. It's the new <laughs> podcast. It's called Rock Bottom with Michelle Collins. And it's all about me doing the show. And I just am having the best time. I didn't know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God, should I do Drag Race? I would love it. I think it'd uh, be great. No, did you want to do Drag Race? Do you want to be a judge on Drag Race? I, I mean, oh I don't want to be. Look, I don't want to be that person, but I can tell you, I know people. Um, I can, I can make this happen because you follow the show, obviously, and you enjoy it, and and you know a lot about it's it, right? My, it's my greatest shame that they. Are never you kidding me? me? I Wait. swear to God, and I know that it's because I'm not like people would be like, who? Girl, I get have it. you have you seen the alumni on that show? It, it look the point is they love anyone who is number one a super fan of the show, number two available. We can make it happen. We can make it happen. I By know way, people. My, we can my do. Twenty twenty one is booked. Oh, oh, oh. But in 2022, <laughs> I am so avails. We'll work it out. But don't you have a wedding in 2022 to marry your grandfather? That's we right. Can... Oh, my God. They are digging him up. I forgot about that. So I am marrying the bones of Jack. <laughs> oh, God. People are going to hate it. October 31st, 2022. I can't wait. It's magical. Um, Please make any calls you want to make. I would literally fucking no. die to be on well, Drag Race for real. Okay, I would gladly make this happen. But I, I must good. tell it's you this sweet. is that aside from all of it, I cannot thank you enough for coming mm. today and doing this with me. I can't uh, I can't thank you enough for having cheap wine and making me cackle as you did. And for all of those of you who are listening right now, we just want to let you know that the Michelle Collins Show can be found on SiriusXM daily. Also, she has a podcast called Midnight Snack, and I cannot thank you. We didn't even get to talk about us uh, and, and meeting over there in Aspen Gay Ski Week, Ski Week but we can discuss that next I time you're back. 20 seconds, because I know we've run long, that yeah. you and I took a car to the airport together. Yes, we did. That, just so the listeners know that you were so absolutely fucking hilarious in this car ride that I, Wait. and I actually was genuinely intimidated by you. I remember I what? wasn't being funny. I was... Because you were so funny that I and I like love you. And I remember in this SUV sitting next to you and being like, This is the funny I swear to God, I was like, This is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Oh well True you story. are you were too kind, but we were trapped in in for a gay Aspen Gay Speed Weekend. Uh we were doing it in 2016 and we went in and Michelle was the only name involved. Basically, Michelle was the the no, really the headliner oh, of please. all of this. No, Come we're on. going shut up, bitch. You were, but also the nicest and the most fun. And we, we met uh, in the hallway and we cackled and then we had lunch together. We had breakfast together. Our, our our entire routine was, what are you doing today? What are you doing in the next hour? What are you doing tomorrow? Are we going to walk down and buy a burka? Are we going to buy some little shitty scarf? We bought some stupid fucking shit while we were out there. Yeah, because it was so snowing. Oh, my God. Well, by the way, remember how I didn't bring boots? Last thing I'll say, I didn't bring boots I because I'm from Miami. Landon Aspen, yeah. it's a full fucking Olympic skating rink. I go, is there a TJ Maxx? There's no fucking Marshalls in Aspen. I'm like, give me a break. I had to go to this, like, $9,000 store, and I yes. still to this day wear those snow boots. That's, you, you can do. look at my Instagram to this day that I bought an Aspen. Okay, She's please great. tag me in those boots because it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> she was she was lovely and kind and thank genuine, you. which I thoroughly enjoyed. And she's been true to that you. every time I've seen her. So I cannot thank you enough, Miss Michelle Collins, for spending time with me. And if you're interested in following Miss Michelle, she's on Instagram as... Mish call M I C H C O L L and I love you and thanks for having me. Oh please, thank you for having thank you for having me. I appreciate it immensely. And I'll talk to you soon. Let's open up a couple more bottles of wine. Screw, screw, screw. Thank you, Michelle. 
Podcast Network.